Hello and welcome to the This Week in Music podcast. If you found This Week in Music, it means that you may have found us through the WICB homepage or wherever you find all of your podcasts on Apple Music or Spotify. So please make sure to check out a lot of our incredible content that we put through the station for innovation. But in the meantime, you're here and we have a lot of music to recap in the past week. I'm Dan Pizzani. I think we should jump right in with many of our headlines from the past week. And one of the headlines that really caught my eye uh, is actually, believe it or not, the new Halsey album. I know we don't play a ton of Halsey on the station for innovation. I, you know, I, Personally, I don't know a ton about her. I know that she's a pop singer, uh, but I saw that her newest album is going to be produced by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Now, these two uh, are always busy, and it doesn't surprise me that they're on to the next project. Uh, Trent and Atticus did the soundtrack to Soul, the Disney movie. They also scored Watchmen on HBO, which got them an Emmy. They did the soundtrack for The Social Network, which got them an Oscar. And Trent Reznor has several Grammys for, you know, obviously being a part of Nine Inch Nails, which means he's only a Tony away from an EGOT, people. That means he has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. That's a big deal. Not everyone has an EGOT. Right now, I guess he only has an ego, but he can change that if he gets into playwriting, I guess. But if you know anything about Nine Inch Nails music, you know that it's not exactly pop singer material. It's pretty much as heavy, grungy 90s as it can get. So I'm very interested to see how this um, you know, new album is going to sound. And, you know, Trent and Atticus did a great job with the Soul soundtrack, which is obviously very jazzy and very uplifting, not exactly Nine Inch Nails as well. So uh, these guys obviously have a plethora of skills that uh, I'm very interested to see how it comes out uh, in producing this new Halsey album, uh, which, by the way, you may know Halsey from, she sings in the song Closer by the Chainsmokers, which has over 2 billion streams on Spotify. We're going to get into a song that, that passed a big landmark in a little bit later on in the podcast, but 2 billion is a lot, regardless uh, of, of what it is or what it sounds like. So, uh, very impressive. The last release from Nine Inch Nails was Ghost 5 Together and Ghost 6 Locusts. Both of those came out in 2020. So, you know, Trent Reznor, he likes to stay busy. He likes to move on to the next project. That is nothing surprising coming from him. The new album is called If I Can't Have a Love, I Want Power, which does not have a release date yet, but I am very excited to hear about the new Halsey. And speaking of new music, there was some new Tyler, the Creator, that came out uh, last week. I did speak about it on the podcast, obviously, another artist that doesn't get a ton of play on the station for innovation. But from what I've heard, people have really well received it uh, critically in both um, among Tyler's hardcore fans as well. If you like Tyler, the Creator, I think it's very him, and you will enjoy this album. His last release was Igor a few years ago, um, but it, this one has been very well received. So if you are a fan of the Shock Rapper, you should check that one out. It's kind of hard to pivot from Tyler, the Creator, to the new Seinfeld soundtrack. I don't even know how you would do that, except for what I just did just now. But there's 33 tracks of the new Seinfeld, well, not the new, I guess the album's new. But um, uh, these songs have been around for a while, obviously, as the show has. It was out on July 2nd, so you can go and listen to uh, all of these Seinfeld songs. Uh, Jonathan Wolf is the composer for these songs, and it's available on all major streaming platforms. And this is my question. If you are a Seinfeld fan, are you interested in this? Or, or is, it, is the music a part of the show? Uh, out of context, does this make any sense? Like, to release a show's soundtrack like this. Now, obviously, Seinfeld may be in a different category since it is such an iconic show, since the intro everybody knows and everyone tries to hum it to themselves. Obviously, that bass guitar, uh, just the way it sounds. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, 
I would be surprised if we start playing it on 92 WICB. I don't, I don't see that happening. Maybe. I mean, actually, who knows? You know, if it gets categorized as, as modern rock, I, I, I don't know. You know what? I take that back. That's not gonna happen. Um, but, uh, I was just, I don't know. I saw that this made news, and I'm just wondering, are Seinfeld fans going to be sitting in their living rooms, playing through their Bluetooth speakers the soundtrack without the show on? It's, I don't know. But uh, if you are a Seinfeld fan, please tell me if you actually plan on doing that. I think that would be really interesting. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I thought that was definitely worth mentioning since it was all over the interwebs. Another thing that's been all over the Internet that really I think needs to be cleared up is that the rapper Biz Marquee is still alive. I promise. I know that there was some, a lot of people on Twitter throughout the past few days talking about uh, how sad that he had passed away. But he is actually still alive. His uh, manager actually issued a statement saying, uh, you know, paraphrasing here that he's under medical care. He's surrounded by professionals. Um, so, you know, he, I, I believe from a, an article I read on Syracuse.com that he had type 2 diabetes and was hospitalized twice last year due to that. So just to clear that up, Biz Marquis, the, the um, uh, famous rapper um, who sings the song uh, Just a Friend, I believe, he is still alive and so i'm happy we cleared that up but moving on to an artist that does get a lot of play on the station for innovation jeff tweedy is appearing on a record store day exclusive which i'm always very excited about he covers a rory erickson song uh, called for you i'd do anything it will be on may the circle remain unbroken a tribute to uh rory erickson uh excuse me roki erickson I should have I should have looked at that. It's Roki Erickson. Wow. Which will appear on July 17th as a record store day exclusive. Uh, there are some other uh, very you know popular artists that will be on there. Margot Price, uh, Ty Siegel, Gary Clark Jr., Lucinda Williams will all be on the album that honors Mr. Erickson, who was a part of the 1960s rock group, the 13th Floor Elevators. He just passed away in 2019. Now, this is a Jeff Tweedy-friendly podcast. He uh, obviously... In his band, Wilco makes a lot of appearances on WICB. And Wilco has not put out any music since. In 2020, they released Summer Teeth, which had 67 songs. Uh, but not all of them are new. It has a lot of demos, a lot of live songs, and some remasters. So it's very cool to see that Jeff will be a part of the Record Store Day Fund this year, which, again, is on July 17th. I think I've already mentioned that the Foo Fighters are releasing that disco album the the dgs that's going to be um on record store day as well so uh that that's going to be different uh from what i've heard i'm i'm a little nervous but i think it will be it will be fun um but anyway moving on to another band that's a lot of fun uh i don't even know how to start with this one but tenacious d has done some beatles songs which you know just makes me inside be like oh yeah that is the most tenacious d thing I've ever heard. Uh, they released a medley of You Never Give Me Your Money and The End, for obviously from Abbey Road, which would be streaming. Uh, I believe you can hear it. Uh, it is a super tenacious D thing to do. Um, it's in benefit of Doctors Without Borders, so obviously a very nice cause for them to be doing something like this where they're covering the Fab Four like that. And, you know, maybe you hear this and you think, well, you know, I don't take Tenacious D seriously anyway, so why would I care? And I will tell you right now, I'm sure that's the way that they prefer it. I've never met Jack Black or Kyle Gass, but 
They are both um, very fun musicians who just, you know, write this outrageous stadium rock music, and it's a lot of fun uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, so the bottom line is, listen to Tenacious D doing the Beatles. Trust me, I'm sure it will be fun, if nothing else. Moving on to some anniversaries, some, you know, rock history a little bit here. One of the biggest anniversaries is White Blood Cells from the White Stripes. Turned 20 this past week. There's a new remaster of the album that is coming out. It is uh, now available on streaming service, which features HD audio remasters of the original songs. It also has a full-length live performance of the album that was recorded at Detroit's Gold Dollar back in 2001. But this is the biggest piece of information, people. There is... Released by Third Man Records, which is, you know, Jack White's label. They are selling a 213-piece White Stripes Lego kit, which is depicting Jack White and obviously Meg White, who's on drums. Do you realize how big you have to be to have your own Lego set? And to have an album celebrated where you're obviously, you know, celebrating an album that's turning 20 years old, that still sounds just as good as it did today, and you get your own Lego set... Now, I'm a practical adult, people, at least I'm trying to be, so I'm not going to go to Third Man Records and purchase this 213-piece Lego set for $60 today, but, uh, you know, it, I, I would be lying if I said the thought did not at least cross my mind that this is absolutely incredible and ridiculous at the same time. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words at this point. I think I've exhausted the Lego excitement, but uh, the Lego excitement is real, is what I'm trying to say. On top of all this, the anniversary is being commemorated with a peppermint swirl Twitter emoji that appears when you use some hashtags like hashtag the white stripes, uh, hashtag white blood cells 20. You can just put hashtag white blood cells, which may be confusing for some doctors now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, hashtag fell in love with a girl, which is obviously a song on the album. So is hashtag hotel Yorba. Um, that's fun, I guess. Although, do White Stripe fans have Twitter other than me? Like, I I don't know. I know that Jack White makes you put your phone away like he's your teacher when you go to one of his concerts. So I don't know how many White Stripe fans will actually be enjoying the Twitter swirl, but I think it's a good idea. Uh, and obviously, um, you know, their self-titled debut in 2003 uh Elephant have also been remastered in HD along with some other White Stripe albums that are going to be coming up later this year. So a lot of remasters with the White, stri white Stripes and, I don't know, maybe a new Jack White album? Maybe? Please? Please? Um, let's move on to another uh, song that, that has surpassed another milestone this week. Um, obviously, Nirvana is not putting out any new music, but Smells Like Teen Spirit has uh, eclipsed 1 billion streams at this point. Uh, obviously, they released Smells Like Teen Spirit on August 27th, 1991. That was a radio debut, actually. The album came out on September 10th of 91. It was on the album Nevermind, which I didn't have to tell you. You already knew that. But if you look at the list of songs that have a billion streams, it's not exactly Nirvana all over it. You know, uh, obviously, there's there's a lot of Ed Sheeran and Drake, and I see Justin Bieber on this list. Dua Lipa is here, Kendrick Lamar, um, Sia is here, Post Malone, John Legend, Queen I just saw, Billie Eilish, Justin Timberlake, Shawn Mendes, Bruno Mars, The Weeknd, Adele. I think you get the point. 
This is not a list that has a lot of Nirvana-like bands. This is one of the first hard rock songs to eclipse one billion streams uh, on Spotify. So I think it's very unique that that is the song that people uh, really, I guess, identify with with Nirvana. Obviously, it was one of the, if not their biggest, arguably their biggest hit. Um, so th- that's big, definitely an accomplishment, you know, uh, for the band. Obviously, Nirvana gets a lot of love from so many artists that uh, don't make rock music. There are some uh, hip-hop and rap artists that, that do respect, you know, Kurt Cobain and Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic. So uh, it, it's very cool to see that they eclipsed 1 billion streams. It may seem like, a, you know, a trivial thing, but uh, they really are kind of alone on that list as the only hard rock band with a song on there. So very cool to see Nirvana joining the 1 billion club. Let's move on to some of our new releases coming up. Now, this one doesn't have a release date yet, but Lil Nas X has an album coming out. And I know what you're saying. Wait a second. Lil Nas X doesn't already have an album out. He has like 100 songs out. Well, apparently not, um, but he has uh, an album coming out. Uh, The debut is called Montero, which is obviously a song that he has that is uh, getting quite a bit of play these days. He did release Seven, which has some hits on it. It had... Uh, Panini. It has a Cardi B collaboration of a song called Rodeo. Uh, obviously, that one has Montero as well, along with a song called uh, Holiday. He also uh, starred in Brock Ham- Brockhampton's music video for Count on Me lately. So it's pretty cool that um, uh, Lil Nas X is actually putting out an album at this point. You know, obviously he's he's been in the in the uh, attention of everyone in the music industry for quite a while now, but he is. Uh, obviously putting this album together, which will be fun. Another band that's putting together uh, another album is The Wallflowers. Now, you may know their song, One Headlight. It is the band of Jacob Dylan, the son of, you guessed it, Bob Dylan. They have their newest album, Exit Wounds, coming out as their first LP uh, in nine years. The band also played the song Roots and Wings um, on a performance on Jimmy Kimmel Live. So obviously it's been a while since the Wallflowers have put anything out, but they are a very 90s, uh, I don't know, I guess pop rock band. You can categorize them as you want, um, but I don't know. I always think of them as not being too far off from the Goo Goo Dolls. Obviously they don't have, um, maybe they do have quite the following, I don't know, but uh, they are, I think, of that ilk and of that sound. So the Wallflowers' new one should be fun. And finally, there is an album coming out on July 9th. It is by various artists because it is a soundtrack. That's right, people. The soundtrack to the new Space Jam movie is coming out on July 9th. Now, this is a LeBron James-friendly podcast, so there will not be any LeBron slander tolerated. But this is where the music and sports-slash-entertainment world are crossing over here. Uh, now that the out al- the uh, excuse me, now that the soundtrack is coming out, we know that this movie is approaching us. This is very exciting, folks. Space Jam is a fantastic basketball movie that featured Michael Jordan and all of the Looney Tunes characters, and now it's going to feature LeBron James, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time, going to be in this film. So just a shout-out, I guess, to the new Space Jam movie, which did not need any of my press, but uh, it's certainly worth mentioning that the soundtrack is coming out soon, and hopefully uh, the film, uh, it is coming out very soon as well, uh, will live up to a lot of the hype. 
That'll do it for this episode of This Week in Music. Thank you for tuning in. I am Dan Pizzanti. Again, please remember to check out all of our podcasts available on WICB.org or on Apple Music and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great week. We will see you next week to recap another week in music news. Goodbye, everyone.